Welcome to the Building Heroes podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hello, welcome to the Building Heroes podcast. This is episode 41. So, I have been thinking a lot about obedience lately because that's the topic of the month in the Hero Journey membership where we're learning how to build a strong foundation in our home. And obedience is a big part of that. I've also been thinking a lot about freedom too because tis the season in the United States where we've been celebrating Independence Day, the 4th of July. So let's talk a little bit about that. The Constitution of the United States of America was founded on the principle of preserving the freedom of the people. But what does that even mean? There has been a struggle between power and freedom since the beginning of mankind. You know, like how much freedom should be allowed? Should people have freedom? Can people be trusted to have freedom? How much power is okay? How much power will people take if given the chance? So the founding fathers had studied all different forms of government as well as philosophy about human nature. And they felt that people had inalienable rights granted to them by God simply because they were human. That all men were created equal in the sight of God or in other words, that God loves each human unconditionally. They wanted to create a form of government that would protect those rights but also protect the ability of each person to make good choices. And they knew that if people were left with no structure or rules, that would be anarchy because humans would just choose whatever was most comfortable and felt good for them, right? Whatever was most um, pleasing to them, right? Kind of selfish thing. People's rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness would now be protected. Now, on the flip side, if people were told everything to do and were highly regulated by the government, that would turn to a dictatorship because someone would need to tell the people what to do, and then there would need to be someone with power over the rest of the people, and that's dangerous because we have this potential for power-hungry people to take over the rights of the people as well, and power corrupts, and eventually what would happen is the people would turn to rebellion because humans do not like to be oppressed. So in order to find this balance to allow humans to choose while still preserving other people's rights to choose, the founding fathers created the system to have checks and balances so it could continually balance the people's individual interests and the goods of everyone. So the thing that really makes the United States Constitution really unique is that the founding fathers put great trust into the, in the people because they knew that in order for the system to succeed, that people must make good moral choices. When the people start making selfish and immoral choices, the system breaks down because that does often infringe on other people's rights and freedom is lost too because the government starts to overstep its bounds and people's individual freedom gets lost too as they make choices that lead away from personal freedom. So have you ever read the book, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl? That is a powerful book. It's an incredible story about Viktor Frankl's experience during the Holocaust and the war camp. And he survived some serious atrocities. And he had, 
really, when we look back now, I don't even think we can fathom how few physical freedoms he even had and still be alive. And yet he was able to survive in a way many other could not because he understood that he could still have one freedom. He still had the freedom to choose what thoughts he was thinking. Now today, of course, we don't really think of that as freedom. <laughs> and Victor Franklin, Franklin, he was certainly not what we would call free. <laughs> you know, he was totally at the mercy of the Nazis. Today, people cry freedom in a way to say that they just want to do whatever they feel like. Okay. Now, true freedom comes from being able to make the choices that lead us on our paths to become who we have the potential to become. And that's what the founders meant when they said we had the rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They wanted our, to protect our ability to choose those things. Viktor Frankl said that human freedom is not a freedom from something, but a freedom to. It's the freedom to make good choices and to become. A lot of people think that freedom means to be free from rules and do whatever they feel like. Now, if every, any, everybody was free to do whatever they wanted to without the solid foundation um, with co a code or laws or something, that is not freedom, right? It's really just like a bunch of toddlers throwing a fit to get their way. You know, and then I was thinking about this too. It's like too many people just want to pursue the pleasures of self because it feels good. But what we forget is that every choice has a consequence. And if the pleasures of self is constantly chosen, we lose freedom, either through addiction or some other means. And what Viktor Frankl showed us is that life can be meaningful and fulfilling despite the harshest circumstances, because it's in those times that we learn how to choose. And he also warned that if we use our freedom to choose hedonistic pleasures, that's the pleasures of self, right? It's only those things that serve ourselves in our own country. I mean, our own com comfort, sorry. It distracts us from making progress to live a meaningful life. Okay, that's the other problem with only choosing pleasures of self. Okay, so true freedom means that we get to choose to do what is good and right. So, you know, in a sense, we do actually choose to do whatever we want, but we can't choose the consequences once, you know, of the choices once that choice is made. So as we choose to make the good choices that lead to more freedom, um, then we become more free. Or we can make choices that lead to more bind bondage and then we become less free. Kind of simple, right? But it's a hard thing to wrap our heads around when we have this battle between the things that we want to do that feel good in the moment versus doing the things that feel good in our hearts that we know is right because we all have consciences and in fact the ability to choose really is a huge part of our journey and it's really all about the choices we keep on making so one thing i was thinking about is really interesting because you know all through history different people have um creation stories of how the earth got here right <clears throat> and in the 
Christian and Jewish creation story, it's really interesting that the first thing that God is said to have done is separate light from darkness. So why is that the first thing he did? You know, of course, I can't really say for sure, but I had this thought. Light and darkness are opposites. And you need to have opposites in order to make a choice. So what if the light and the darkness were separated? First thing, because the ability to choose is the most important thing that we have here on earth. Now, we can let other people decide for us. We can do what everybody else is doing. We can blame other people or our circumstances, or we can choose to learn how to control our thoughts, feelings, and actions by making the choice about what we're going to think, feel, and act on, or at least how long the thoughts and feelings stay. So when, my when I was a kid, my dad was a pilot, and an international pilot, actually. He flew the long-haul flights over to Hong Kong. And he would often go to the markets there and purchase interesting things. And so like one time he brought back a bunch of silk ties he'd gotten really cheap. And I also remember another time he brought back these t-shirts and it had the, they were really tacky looking. <laughs> they had this barbed wire on them and blood splatters. And these were the words that were printed on it. It said, freedom, it not come easy. It have to fight for. And I always thought that t-shirt was kind of funny, but also kind of gross. <laughs> but the message, despite the Chinese to English translation, has truth behind it. You know, the picture was likely indicating some oppressed country that had a rebellion to fight against this government to get freedom, right? But we still have this battle today. And the real battle that we have to fight is in our minds. And that's where we're tying this all in to obedience. Now, I saw this meme the other day and I said, I don't want obedient children. I want children who understand and do the right thing because they want to. Well, I kind of agree with that because I get what the person is trying to say, but obedience actually means that you understand and do the right thing because you want to. <laughs> that's really what it's all about. I mean, I do want kids who choose to do the right thing because they know it's the right thing to do, but I definitely want obedient children. I want them to choose to do the right thing, even when they don't really want to. Because if you're only choosing to do the right thing when you want to, that's gonna be really, really hard because you don't always want to, but you know it's right. You know, there's plenty of times when we don't wanna do the right thing. And so obedience is really all about the idea that there is a right thing to follow. And it's not always convenient or even desirable. I mean, there's a, there's a part of you that might want to and a part of you that doesn't, but if we take out the idea of obedience and the idea that there is a right thing to follow, then what happens is we end up just choosing, thinking that the right thing is whatever we feel like is right in the moment. But our feelings are always the best guide for deciding what we should do. And this is where we really get into the gray areas of subject, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say here is, is that decisions become subjective to the whims of whatever you're feeling good about in the moment, instead of realizing that there are laws out there. There are true principles out there. They're not relative. There are universal laws of nature 
that have consequences, both good and bad, depending on whether or not you follow them and they apply whether or not you know about the laws. And so this is why learning how to choose to be obedient is so important to protecting our freedom because if we don't follow these laws that keep us more free and these moral codes, we're gonna lose freedom. So it's our duty and our responsibility as human beings to determine who and what laws we should follow and then choose to follow them, even when it's not convenient or desirable as we go on our journey to become who we're meant to become. And who we're meant to become is good people who help others. Now, I'm not talking about blind obedience, but rather we're consciously choosing to seek for true principles, true laws, and then choosing to follow them. I'm talking about consciously choosing what we're thinking, feeling, and acting on. So as we go on this path to choose to obey the laws of the land, the natural laws or the laws of God, we'll gain more freedom. And we, that's because we're gaining more control over ourselves because we can choose what is good. Someone once said that freedom is purchased with the price of discipline. And I've thought about that a lot because, you know, there's been plenty of times in my life where I'm just like, oh, I am so in, undisciplined. But as I've learned how that this is really just a daily choice to discipline myself, I find that I am more free because I have more control over myself. And so I don't have to try and control everybody else. And that's how we protect everybody's life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Discipline is paid for with many everyday individual choices for good. And as we gain control over these thoughts, feelings, and actions that we have going on in our heads, we gain the ultimate freedom. So um, another great quote that I've heard too is um, by Peter Marshall. He said, may we not think of freedom as the right to do as we please, but as the opportunity to do what is right. And that's exactly what the founding fathers of the United States of America wanted to preserve when they're talking about preserving the freedoms of the people. And that whole idea has spread to the whole world. So the beautiful thing is that most people in the world have this opportunity to do what is right. So choice, freedom, and obedience these are some very powerful concepts that I hope you're just going to ponder on more too. And I really think that these concepts are some of the most powerful, important concepts that we can teach our own kids, whether you homeschool or not. But think about that and think about how you are considering freedom and obedience in your life and what you're thinking about them too. That's going to be an interesting um, thought process for you as you start thinking about it a little bit more as well. So that's just some quick thoughts today on freedom and obedience. And I'd love to hear from you about what you think about that. Thanks so much. for. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on building heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at 
www.buildingheroesacademy.com.